Here's an email from the inbox. Good afternoon, Pastor John. I am Jane from South Africa, a born-again Christian. How do you respond when people who sit next to you in church, who are attending church by their own admission because they want to experience miracles? What should we think of people who attend church for this express purpose of experiencing the miraculous? What would you say? Well, before I can answer uh, what I think about that person's motive or what's going on there, I need to, number one, define miracle, and number two, uh, distinguish kinds of miracles, and number three, get at the purpose, God's purpose in the Bible of what miracles are for. And then I think if we do that, we'll, we'll be close to our answer. A miracle is an event in the heart or the mind or the body or nature in the world that would not have come about if God had not supernaturally intervened in the ordinary process of natural cause and effect. And I realize as soon as I say that definition, it runs the risk of treating the natural world as though it were not sustained and guided by the hand of God in everything. It, it is sustained and guided by God in everything. Jesus said, not a bird falls to the ground apart from your father, Matthew 10, 29. And what could be more natural than the fall of a bird, the death of a bird in the jungle or the forest? So when I define miracle as the supernatural intrusion into the ordinary course of natural cause and effect, I'm not denying that all natural cause and effect is, in fact, the work of God, is sustained and guided by God. Now, that definition means that there are different kinds of miracles, some of them more obvious than others. The new birth, the creation of a Christian, is a miracle because the natural mind of the human being is hostile to God. It would never, ever come to faith without the supernatural sovereign grace of God raising us spiritually from the dead and giving us new life in the heart, which then sees and embraces the beauty of Jesus. Every step of sanctification is a miracle by my definition. Every act of genuine Christ-exalting love is a miracle. None of these things would happen if we were left to ourselves and the natural course of cause and effect in the mind and in the heart. But also the removal of a cancerous tumor by God without any natural causes is a miracle. The splitting of the Red Sea, a miracle. The multiplying of the loaves and fishes, a miracle. The healing of a lame leg instantly by Jesus or today, a miracle. So there are miracles that happen in the spirit and in the mind and in the heart, and there are miracles that happen in the body and in nature. Now, what's the purpose of God in his supernatural breaking in to the natural flow of cause and effect. One way to answer that question is to cite 1 Corinthians 14.26, where Paul expresses the goal, God's goal, in all of the supernatural spiritual gifts, like healing and, and, and others. Let all things be done 
for up building or building up. Building up, that's the goal of these miracles. Building up means being built up in faith, built up in hope, built up in holiness. In other words, the aim of God's supernatural working in the people of God and in the world is that these miracles might be faith awakening, faith deepening, faith purifying, hope intensifying, and love empowering, and holiness refining, and therefore spirit dependent, and Christ exalting, and God glorifying. Those are the goals of God's miracle working in the world. So, should we come to church in search of miracles? That was the question. How should I feel about that? Now, I suspect that what was meant in the question is that someone hopes they're coming to church in the hope of seeing a physical miracle or a dramatic exorcism or some amazing prophetic prediction. And there is certainly nothing wrong with hoping that God would display his power in these ways. I would love to see God move in these ways in the service of his glory and our good and our holiness. But there is nothing distinctly Christian or Christ-exalting or holiness-advancing in any of that supernatural things happen by the devil or even by God to test his people. I was just reading recently Deuteronomy 13, 1 to 3, where it says if a false prophet comes and and uh, predicts the future, really predicts the future, and tells you to follow another God, you shouldn't follow him. Why? The Lord is testing you. This is the Lord behind this, so that seeing the mere event of a external physical miracle should never be the goal of the Christian. Never. But if we come to worship hoping and expecting to see God do the miracle of new birth through the preaching of the Word, see God supernaturally convict people of sin, fill despairing people with hope, the miracle of, of changing hatred into love, the miracle of having timid people made bold in in the gospel, the supernatural work of reconciliation when people are alienated, a whole congregation supernaturally made radically holy and humble and courageous in witness, then we probably are coming for the very things that God counts most dear in and through any physical miracle or not. So that's the distinction I would want to make in answering the question, are we coming to worship with our hearts most intensely desirous of what God is pursuing in and through all his miracles, not just the dramatic physical ones, which in themselves are no sure sign of his saving presence. Yeah, so good. Thank you, Pastor John. 
And for more details about this podcast, catch up on past episodes or subscribe to the audio feed or even send us a question of your own, go to our online home at desiringgod.org forward slash Ask Pastor John. Thanks for listening to the Ask Pastor John podcast with longtime author, theologian, and pastor John Piper. We are closing in on 1,000 episodes. My word, that's amazing. That's a lot of grace. That is a lot of kindness from the Lord. And as we march in that direction, I'm your host, Tony Ranke, and we'll see you tomorrow.